The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, I am Joel Mahalik and this is the lovely Sharon. Is the lovely <laughs> Sharon. Thanks for joining us, folks, on this episode. I believe is going to be 110. Wow, ep- ep- really? Episode 110. Wow. Uh, you can uh, feels like just yesterday just was 109. <laughs> <laughs> you can join us online at www.jmtalk.net. On social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. That's the various ways to subscribe. And you can subscribe all over the place. Every place you listen to your podcast, you can get us. Yep. And if you can't, let us know. We'll get them there. Right. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yes. So, um, anyway, welcome. Uh, one, yeah, welcome. I wanted to talk about um, recipes. What do you want to talk about? Recipes. Recipes. Yeah, because, you know, we've been trying to experiment with uh, eating different things. You know, we get stuck in this cycle of the same I couple know. of things, right? That drives me crazy. So I'm tired of having hot dogs every day. <laughs> <laughs> so we branch out and we use things like Pinterest or some of the recipe websites yeah. uh, to get new recipes. But here's the trouble with that. Okay. So you find something you're interested in on Pinterest or whatever. And you go there, and the, oh, I know what you're gonna say. It like if if you said to me, so what's so what's the details? What's in the recipe? And I'm like, I have to finish reading a ton of blog right. before I get to the recipe. Like I don't care that your best friend married a Ford sedan, and you know what? aliens are coming, and your kids are driving you crazy. Just just give me the goddamn recipe. That's all I want, you know? Right? Exactly. What do I have to buy? I'm at the store, lady. What do I have to buy? Like, do you ever want to just scream uh-huh. stuff like that at the yeah, blog? I do. I need to know how many cans of tomatoes. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't need all that extra stuff. And then the pop-up ads? Oh. Mm-mm. They drive me nuts. Like this morning you asked because I'm going to make a, right. a goulash. And you right. said, so what? So what's in it? And I said, well, I don't know, but I'll let you know. But right now you can get 25% off uh, Dodge trucks. Uh, you know, don't don't forget I to register to vote. I that, though. Right. <laughs> and there's a wonderful video here on how to make pewter shine again. What? Yeah. But I was interested <laughs> in that. So you got to find out all these things. You have to get, you have to sift through all these things. To get to that. Did you notice that our favorite app also has commercials? Oh, yeah. Ads, yeah. Yeah. TikTok, Or ads, yeah. yes. Yeah. In fact, every time I fire up TikTok, it starts with an ad. Yes. and you. But at the top, you can click skip ad. On the fifth tap. It doesn't no. do it right away. Well, it does for me. Because I've broken 16 screens trying to get past ads. Well, yeah, but I haven't because it works <laughs> the first time for me. <laughs> So yeah, so it, it it's it's I just don't get it, you know. Yeah. Like we have a box of old family recipe cards 
hand, uh-huh. handwritten, store-bought. They're just recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what you need. Here's how you prepare it. Why can't it just be that simple? Because, let me tell you why. Ooh, okay, she's going to tell us why. I'm going to tell you all why. Because they're assholes. <laughs> right? Okay, so... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Please forgive my language. But uh, I think days are gone where you get that. And which brings up a really good point. I just thought of this. I just <clears throat> thought of this. Why don't we just go through those recipe cards and pick stuff out? Right? Because some of it is a little weird, right? Well, you know, we used to find a really nice recipe and print it. Yeah. And yeah. put it in our and book. You, and, you, and you suggested that. You suggested copy, paste. Make. Yeah. It's hard to copy, paste to all that. You're it's trying to, not. You're it's trying to do a copy, and then all of a sudden another ad pops up, and then the mm-hmm. video starts playing, and then the aliens not land. One, <laughs> not once you get to the recipe itself. It is not difficult at all. You click on it. A little blue box pops up. You can just pull the point, the one edge of that blue box all the way down to the bottom. Right? And then touch it and it's copy copy with whatever blah 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 you hit copy then you go to your notepad and you hit paste what the fruit i appreciate the lesson uh on copy paste with an apple appreciate it (laughs) Uh, you're quite welcome mr it man (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's see that's a combat let me move that. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Uh, we are we are recording actually. Oh, on the eleventh. Wait a minute. Yeah, today's the eleventh. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we're recording on the eleventh. Uh, since this is a this is a podcast, and typically sometimes it's recorded over over a couple of days, but we're we're recording on the eleventh, and I want to talk to you about what today is. Today is National Sausage Pizza Day. What? That's my favorite. I know. That's why I wanted to bring this up. That's my favorite. Yes, on October 11th of each year, food lovers across the country enjoy National Sausage Pizza Day. Whether served on a thin or thick crust, sausage pizza goes well with other toppings, too. Uh, Except pineapple and anchovies. You keep that off the pizza, pal. Uh, Don't hesitate to add mushrooms and a variety of cheeses. What's even better about sausage pizza are the different kinds of sausage you can choose from. Um, while is there anything other than sweet Italian? <laughs> it says, while Italian sausage may be preferred, try experimenting. Add more garlic or try additional spice. Try smoky sausage such as chorizo or even a kibasi. <gasps> Ew. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, kibasi will not do. Nope. Anyway, a couple of pizza facts for today's National Sausage Pizza Day. Okay. Um, I'm a- ready. In ancient Greece, the Greeks covered their bread with oils, herbs, and cheese, which some attribute to be in the beginning of the pizza. In Byzantine Greek, the word the word was spelled nita, uh, or pita, meaning pie. In uh, the Romans developed a pastry with a sheet of dough topped with cheese and honey, then flavored with bay leaves. Doesn't sound very appetizing. The modern pizza had its beginning in Italy as the Neapolitan flatbread. The original pizza used only mozzarella cheese, mainly the highest quality buffalo mozzarella. It was produced in the surroundings of Naples. An estimated 2 billion pounds of pizza cheese was prepared in the United States in the year 1997. The first United States pizza establishment opened in New York's Little Italy in 1905. There's some pizza facts for you. Wow. For Sausage Pizza Day. Yay. 
I love sausage pizza. I know. I know you do. In case of people out there haven't heard that, <laughs> I do love sausage pizza. Coming up, folks, in the next round uh, will be Wombat of the Week. We'll show you how. We'll tell you. We'll not show you. We won't show you. We'll tell you <laughs> how you can be a part of the Wombat of the Week segment each and every week here on the Joel Mollick Show featuring the lovely Molly. What? <laughs> Why? Where did that come our, from? Molly, our security guard, is uh, at, at our feet. Sleeping. Sleeping, which is her way of making sure that Everything the studio is, is okay, fine. Yep, right? everything's fine. You know, we are safe. <laughs> so, um, okay, game time. It's a little bit of game time. What? Yes. Yes. This is new. So, people will get. As we get older, we forget things. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No, no. I forget <laughs> things, too. One of the worst things is when you walk into a room and you don't remember why you came into that room. Right? Oh Am my, I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. But let's test. Let's test you or I. I mean, I already went through this test in my head. Oh, okay. So you cheated. I, no, I did not cheat. I just saw the list first, and so I went through it. You'll see. I can't cheat. It says... Okay. So, you can't remember why you walked into the room? What about the rest of these jingles? Okay. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. See? <laughs> See, that's how the game is played. Okay. I didn't cheat. I just said I went through oh, okay. it. Okay. I think there's two that I didn't know. Okay. Uh, number two. I don't want to grow up. I'm a blah, blah, blah kid. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Toys R Us kid. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best part of waking up is Folgers in my cup. You're, two, you're four for four. Sometimes you feel like a nut. And sometimes you don't. <laughs> Number six. I'd like to teach the world to sing. I'd like to teach the, the world, world to, to sing, sing a happy melody, melody or something like something that. Like that, but yeah, it's um, it's actually a song from the sixties. I know, and they made it into a into commercial a for commercial for Coca Cola. Coca Cola, yeah. <clears throat> you get half a point for that. Uh, what? <laughs> Number seven, reach out and touch someone. With AT&T? I think it was AT&T. Yeah. Well, nowadays it could be considered, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> Sexual harassment. Right? <laughs> Number eight, if you dare wear short shorts. It's Nair. Yeah, it's Nair. Yeah, it's a Nair commercial. Yeah. If you dare wear short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, they're magically delicious. Oh my! Um, the magically delicious. Oh, um, the cereal. Yes, um, it's a cereal. It's uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. That's Yay. right. <laughs> uh, number ten. Meow 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 meow. That is the correct rest of the jingle, but who? It's meow mix. No. Yeah, meow mix. Isn't it Friskies? I thought it was meow mix. I think you need to check that. Okay, I'll check it. Better yet, 
Mm, You're not finished. Oh, but I still want to check it. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, oh what, what a relief, relief it is. is. Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer, that's right. And this one's my favorite, number 12, the final one. So kiss a little longer. Hold hands a little longer. Hold tight a little longer. With pepper, uh, spearmint gum. Longer with Big Red. Big Red, that's what I meant. <laughs> Big Red. It's made by Spearmint, the same company. <laughs> That doesn't count. It does. <laughs> you were supposed to finish the jingle. Oh, well, sorry. My mind is on meow. All right, come on. Meow, 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 Hardest lyrics in the world. Who made that jingle? Here we go, people. That's not even coming through. That's not even coming through. It's still not really coming through. It's Meow Mix. Is it? All right, it's Meow Mix. It's All right. Meow Mix. All righty. <laughs> and that is our memory game. Yeah. Wasn't that good, though? I mean, that did that bring was, back any memories? I did, actually. Yeah. I was right. As usual. And, and uh, <laughs> by the way, it's just coming to me now. I like to teach the world to sing a perfect melody. Okay. That's yeah, it yeah. Just that's came, it. Just came, yep, just came to you? Yeah. Can well, you know, you? I mean, that's the way th- that's the way things work, especially when you start jogging that I old know. memory. You know, the yeah. cobwebs start getting pushed aside a little bit. The duster comes in and like brushes some dust away, <laughs> and then you have it. I like that. That was fun. I'm going to do that again. You're going to have to listen to the podcast this week, Cause, okay? Because you're not around for the third part, and in the third part of the show, there is a hero this week that uh, it comes very close to home for you and I as far as what he does. Oh. So make sure you listen to the podcast tomorrow. Okay. On these fine podcasting stations. When, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. That's a wombat. That's the next segment. Um, oh, I, you know, I don't even. I don't have enough time to go into that other story. So that's going to have to be for like the next one type of thing. All right. So what do you? Do you have anything pressing on your mind right now that you could fill a few minutes with, telling the people about? Um, Nothing at all. Yeah, and we have Like, aren't there a million things that come to our mind every day? Something just came to my mind. What is it? Oh, my God, we have a white phone in our office. <laughs> that is an old-fashioned phone. I know, that it's is a so phone. That's cool. Cir- that's circa, like, 1991. That's that's my business phone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... it's Did got, you spy? Uh, I spy something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only... It's... It's got the regular phone look... With the heads, you know, the handset, yeah, the, the, the headset, um, with the squirrely wire, you know, the cord. coiled wire cord. Yeah, yeah, right. But the push buttons. Not only that, but that's not circa 1991. That is that old fashioned desk look, but that has a, di- a digital ringer on it. Okay. So it's also not only is it push button instead of the rotary dial. Yeah, I see. I want the rotary dial. You know what I want? I want one of those phones on the wall. In the doorway in the kitchen. Remember, every kitchen had it right there. I know, right? On a with door the jam, long with the long cord, cord, so your mother can go all uh, around the kitchen <laughs> with it on her neck while she was cooking. Yeah, I want one of them again. I know. So we do had I. we had one in our first condo together. Yeah, you remember? We did. You remember yes, that? Yes. Yeah, we had one on the wall. Yep. You know, but you know, days days of that are going away though. Not only that, but I mean, days of phone like copper telephones. Oh are yeah, the past. I know. Like you know, it is more. 
it is less often these days for you to have a landline. Yeah, like we have one. It's for the alarm system. And it's fiber up to the point where like it's out in the yard. And then yeah. it jumps into the house on Cat 5. I mean, it's totally not like it used to be. Yeah. And it goes nowhere. Like, in fact, all of the jacks in this house are disconnected. Right. We have it running straight to the alarm. But here's this, guys. Our phone line used to call 911. All by itself. That's All why. All by itself. That's why it's not connected to any jacks. How much time do we have? Yeah, quick funny story. So we had the police showing up here all hours of the day and night. Yeah, two o'clock in the every morning. Every once in a while, and it's okay? like, er, yeah, everything okay? They're like, you're. We got a nine one one call here from here, and I'm like, nine one one, hang up, hang up from here. I'm like, and I'm telling the police, I'm like, you're welcome to come in. There's not a phone connected in the house. All we have is the alarm. Yeah. And so after the second or third time, we checked with the no, alarm no, company. No. Now we have been going through this for months. A- after the second or third time, we checked with the alarm company, and we said. Does the alarm call 911? The answer was no. The alarm calls Central Station. Right. And then they would call the homeowner and the backup right. line. And so there was no possible way. And But still it was going on. And they, they were getting so frustrated with us because they were like, listen, another time and we're going to have to find right. you. Because, and rightfully so. But yeah... The phone line was dialing 911. Craziest thing I've ever seen. So being in I even brought the police in here yeah, to, show, to them. show them that we do not have a phone hooked up anywhere. Yeah, so being in the tech field and knowing crazy. how they started transitioning from copper to Cat5, um, I had brought equipment from work that I had for testing phone equipment and found static all over the line. And um, so I went underneath the house to trace stuff, and there was this ball, like the size of a soccer ball, of tape. Wow. With all these wires coming out. Here, it was like somebody made this the central hub for all the jacks in the house oh going out gosh, to the pole. Yeah. And I just chopped it, and I spliced it with Cat 5 and put it on the ground and brought it up, and it goes straight into the alarm system. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's how you stop that. But anyway, yeah, that's our phone discussion for today. Yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome and now, for bringing up the phone in our office. It would be interesting to know how many people only have cell phones now because it's either going cell phone, a lot of businesses are going to internet telephone called yeah. VoIP. Yeah. So it's, it'd be interesting to see what the numbers are of people who have still have landlines. I know a lot of a lot of my older clients still have their landlines. They're attached to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now they just give them out if you want to deal on your internet. If you want if you want the triple play, you get a better price. I don't need anything but internet. I oh, know. you're going to pay 10 times the amount of money then. Exactly. <laughs> so that's where they, the, the phone companies or the cable companies think right. they've got you. Yeah. But in all actuality, we got them because we only use it for our alarm system. Right. Now what? <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we have Wombat of the Week. Plus, we have this local story we want to talk about that is gaining national attention. So that's coming up. Okay. And then later on, new Honor Thy Heroes. One last thing, talking about internet browsers. Uh, so don't go anywhere. There's a lot of stuff coming up yet to go on the show. We'll be back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. 
boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, folks. It is the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Welcome back after the break. Hopefully you all got something to drink. I know we did. Yes, we did. You've got two drinks. Why is that? I do, because I have a coffee. You're drinking coffee right now? And a water. How come you get to drink coffee right now? Because I can. You have a coffee, and I see that I does not have a coffee. Well, that's because you didn't make yourself a coffee. Wow. (laughs) Um, So... Jokes. Last time, like last week, we did a pre-recorded, uh, uh, a re-broadcast because we took the week off. Right. But before that, I started telling you a joke. Okay. So I had to tell you a joke, and I made this one up. I made this one up the other day, coming home from work, all on my own. I made it up. So if you start seeing it on social media, it's because Google and Facebook are listening to my phone and listening to me talk and laugh to myself. And so if you see this on a dad joke page, okay. I created it. Okay. All right. Okay. And today on this very show is the world premiere of the joke that I made up. Okay. Okay. I wonder, did you make it up? (laughs) I I did. (laughs) Funny you should ask. Well. So here goes. I'm here to make you laugh. Here goes. Why? Or no, I'm sorry. How does a ghost keep their feet dry in the rain? I don't know. They use their goulashes. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I made that up. You made that up all by yourself? It has every classification to be a dad joke. It's silly. It's dumb. Yes. Uh, Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell it to your kids. (laughs) I'll tell my granddaughter. She'll love it. Yes. She'll love it. She you, will. You make, I, I have something in my eye. It's not that you're making me cry because you don't like my joke. I have something in my it's eye. It's your finger. Get it out. I have something in my eye. Yeah. I just, everybody, she's not making me cry because she hates my jokes. I just have something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have this story, this local story. Now, look at this. You know, I, I told this to print, right? Yeah. I told this to print, and this is what it gave me. Like, I didn't ask for 11 by 17 paper. Like, wow. What am I making accounting ledgers here? I just wanted the story <laughs> to be printed out, and this is what I got. So yeah, can't complain about the pr- although the like, I just like I don't get it. Like, the font is actually smaller. <laughs> anyway, we have a local story here that's gaining national attention, and it's been for uh, a little bit of a while. It comes out of Middletown, right up the street. Okay. Um, Army veteran Rich Killingsworth of Middletown, is in year two of a dispute with his HOA, with his Homeowners Association. <clears throat> he says that Parkside is charging him, Parkside's the name of the community, 
$50 per day and threatening to put a lien against his home over an American flag on a flagpole in his backyard. What? Yeah. Um, and he says, for me, being an Army veteran, this is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. And it's very precious for me to walk out on my back deck and see that flag every day. Yeah. So... Delaware law protects the rights of property owners and lease holders to fly an American flag. But the HOA argues that this isn't about the flag. It's about the freestanding flagpole that's not permitted, except in public spaces within a community. Um, so Killingsworth has told a local radio station that this is not about the rule. This is about the legal right that Delaware has granted all residents to install a flagpole up to 25 foot, uh, and it's no higher than a basketball court post. He says it's about 13 feet high. Oh, wow. So um, Delaware Code says, No restriction shall be enforceable with respect to real property, which prohibits or limits the ability of a property owner or tenant to display the flag of the United States of America on a pole attached to the exterior of the property's building or structure within the owned or leased property's boundaries or on a flagpole located within the owned or leased property boundaries if the flagpole is installed prior to termination of any period of community developer control. Okay. So it sounds like Delaware says... If you lease the property... And your poll was up before the HOA was in charge. Is that what that... Oh, wait a minute. Yes. Within the unleased parameters of high rules installed prior to termination of any period of community developer control. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, no, I understand that's what you were saying, but... Like, did they, just take, did, did they just take over? Like, after he put it up? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's one thing that I did not see in the story. The only thing, the only other thing I saw was that he's claiming that they're mad because he had a 400 pound. He had a he had a statue made, a sculpture of the American eagle, which is the American symbol, no bigger than an American eagle, but it weighed 400 pounds because it was a sculpture. Yeah, and um, he says that. He says that uh, they said it violated neighborhood rules. It was ultimately permitted to stay, but he says that because he won that argument against them, that they're mad, and now they're coming after him about this. Yeah, because what makes anybody be mad about you flying the symbol of the country you live in? Right. You know what I mean? That's petty on the part of the HOA, It is I petty. Think. Very much so. And what I thought was interesting that this story came up this week in front of me and spoke to me and said, talk about this on the show. What I found interesting about it was a friend of ours I was talking to last week, he was helping us with some stuff, and we were talking about HOAs, because um, I would say we're under an HOA. It's different than an HOA, but it's still an HOA. And we'll be under an HOA later on. And he was saying that the good thing about an HOA is, he says, sure, they may have rules, he said, but they're not all real bad people, and they usually keep the community, right. you know, in a better state, you right. know, for everybody, and which is why they have some of those rules. But this one here, this is sort of like where we live, mm-hmm. okay? Where we live, so Delaware law allows you to open carry 
Right. All right, that's Delaware code. You can open carry a firearm. Right. So the community we in, we're in, they have <laughs> that we in. <laughs> yeah, they have a rule no firearms, but they also have no jurisdiction if somebody called and complained that somebody was open carrying. Right. Because they're not they can have these rules, but they're not allowed they've told me this. They're not allowed to violate the Constitution of the state or the United States. Right. So here's a Delaware code about the flag. Mm-hmm. So I'm on his side. Absolutely. The Delaware code supersedes your rule. Yeah. He leases that property from you. Exactly. And so you can't just, you know, you can't just be like that. So he has a lawyer representing Now, nothing's going to court yet, but he does have a lawyer representing him pro bono. And they're trying not to go to court, but he's prepared to go to court. Right, yeah, you know? and, and I would be too. So I'm completely on his side. If I want to fly the American flag, I want to fly the American flag. Yes, sir. You know, it's not like he's flying a Nazi flag. I know, Or some right? other symbol of hate. He's This is the symbol of the country. So it does make me question and say, what's up with that HOA? What's your problem with the American flag? What's your problem with the American eagle? What's your problem with America? <laughs> <laughs> You like how I built that I, up? Yeah. That's yeah. all on the fly. That Folks, was, that was pretty if, funny. The only prep we do is I look for stories to bring here and discuss it. Don't tell her anything. No, he doesn't, really. Sometimes it drives me crazy. <laughs> like a mushroom. I keep, <laughs> I, I keep her in the dark when it comes to this kind of stuff. Right. Because I want that reaction when we get into the studio. Right. So. All right. So we're going to move on to Wom, Wombat of the Week. Okay. But before we do, so we have this we have this amazing LED lamp. Now, you got to go to f- our Facebook page at JM Talk to see this LED lamp. So the LED lamp is it's the symbol of the show, the two smile the smiling yeah. lovebirds and the microphone. Yeah. And so it's the logo for the show etched in glass mm. and in an LED lamp. And so to see the lamp, there's a picture of it on the Facebook page. And this lamp was made for us by one of our fans um, who does all kinds of etching. Yes. Wood etching, glass etching. He's now etching ceramic tile. Wow. Yes. And um, he does amazing work. He he did our stove cover, which is barn board with laser engraved Mm -hmm. our our family name. Yep. Um. And you can see what he does and order stuff from him. These make great personalized gifts. Right. At hisartworkflames.com. Hisartworkflames.com. And um, he's not going to know this until he listens to the podca- podcast, but we I just wanted to mention, because he's a small business, right? Yep. And, Absolutely. And I am... And he does phenomenal work. Yeah. And we're in the mood to start promoting small businesses. Absolutely. Uh, you know, spe- yeah. Especially friends of the show. Yeah. So go check him out, and what he does—he also doesn't know—is his artwork. His artworkflames.com is the sponsor of the one of the week this week. Oh wow, that's so cool! So go take a look at the lamp, and then you go and the and of course the picture of the lamp has his website in the link, and then you're going to want to go and see his website yes. and see what else he does. Yes. His if you go to his website, our stove cover is on his website. So absolutely, when you get to his website, you'll see our stove cover. It's a beautiful stove cover. Yep. And a conversational piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gotten him and other orders of that. A great Christmas present. Yeah. All I'll the, tell you. Everything I gave, he does is going to be great Christmas, yeah, Christmas presents. I gave 
two stove covers to two very close friend of mine, friends of mine, and they love them. So go and on. It's something that they use every single day. Oh sure. Yeah. And so go over there and tell Yolandio that I sent you. Yep. His artwork, flames.com. Uh, so here's the Wombat of the Week. Here's how you get involved. Now, Wombat of the Week is, uh, we're, we're basically, we are putting uh, idiots on a pedestal. <laughs> we're raising <laughs> a, them up for all to see. Right. And you Proud get, to see how much of an idiot yes, they are. You can get involved because you can send us a story of stupid people doing stupid things yep. and a link to the story. Send it to us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com or across Facebook at JM Talk. Send us the message. Not the timeline. Just send it to us in a, in a PM. And that's how you can g- contribute yep. to the show. Now, the reason I moved this several weeks ago is because I needed Sharon to be involved with some okay. of these stories. It's very hard to talk about these wombats with <laughs> yeah. no one to talk with. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk to you about a Louisiana priest who was arrested for a, an alleged threesome on the church altar. What? What? Nation, that's the shock value right there. That face right there is the shock value I needed. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Cannot make this stuff up. Oh, my God. bona fide link from from news. Oh, my goodness. A Louisiana priest was arrested for obscenity last week, was allegedly caught having sex with two dominatrices on the altar of his church. According to court documents. Do you know what that is? A dominatrix? I have an idea. Anyway. Yeah, totally a S&M. A witness in Pearl River, northeast of New Orleans, called the police on September 30th after allegedly viewing Reverend Travis Clark, age 37, through a window engaged with two high-heeled, corseted women. Uh, He was allegedly partially dressed in his own priestly attire. Wow. Uh, The group had allegedly set up stage lighting and appeared to be recording an encounter on a cell phone. Uh, the witness said they became suspicious when noticing the lights at Saints Peter and Paul, a Roman Catholic church. What? Yeah, I'm. I, I, yeah, I, and I, and I'm a uh, uh, what would I call it? A, a, recovering. Uh, a recovering Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were on late one night, so the uh, and the incident was recorded by the witness and shown to police. <laughs> Clark, who had been the pastor of the church since last year, was arrested for allegedly having sex in public in in a publicly visible location by having sex in the church. Wow. The two women, Mindy Dixon and Melissa Chang, Dixon's an adult film actress and works as a dominatrix, and uh, a social media post from Dixon the day before her arrest said she was going to New Orleans to meet another dominatrix and defile a house of God. Wow. Clark was also the chaplain of a nearby Catholic high school. Mm. Uh, he was ordained as a priest in 2013. The Archdiocese of New England says it suspected Clark on the day of the arrest. What? <laughs> Wait, they didn't suspect him before right? this? <laughs> uh, according to council member Kat Walsh, what upsets me is why did he have to do it there? I'm upset for all of us parishioners. Why there? Why? Why there? Why, God? <laughs> why there? <laughs> uh, on the same day of the arrest? I mean, rest? that's a perfect place to ask that question. <laughs> on the same day as the arrest, another New Orleans priest, Reverend Pat Waddingly, revealed that he had allegedly sexually abused a minor in 2013. Mm. Um, anyway, Clark was taken over to the taking over the chaplain position at the high school uh, after Waddingly had resigned because of that incident uh, last summer. And um, yeah, this is uh, and um, this, yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on and on, but. 
Lord. On the altar. He was making a sacrifice. He was making a sacrifice, I wow. guess. Wow. Yeah, an adult film star and another dominatrix. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, your you comments, please. You can't make this up, No, people. you can't. You can't you make it up. cannot make this up. You can't make it up. Um... Wow. And I and believe it or not, I am surprised because this is like you hear things about priests, right? This is insane. Making a movie? Yeah, thank stage lighting, eleven o'clock at night, stage lighting <laughs> on the altar. I mean I mean what were you gonna, what else what were you gonna tell the police? Oh, we were doing a remake of The Exorcist? Wow. <laughs> I was exercising the demons. <laughs> <laughs> This is an or- that is too much. Come an, on, an ordained man of God. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I I. Mm. He was all up in the coffers. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking on a fly, like puns for this. Oh my goodness! It's it's amazingly it, it, it well it's very punny. It is. It's it, very punny. <laughs> and I get should, it punny right, funny. <laughs> I should put out on Facebook when I post this one by the week that I want to hear the best puns about this story. I know, right? Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> I might do that. You I need to do that so I can read I, them. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be too funny. Anyway, because of this act of uh, holy moly, um, <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Travis Clark. Not only are you the wombat of the week here on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, but mm. uh, I, uh, you're going to hell, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell. Exactly. Doesn't matter whether you've been ordained, touched by God, whatever. You're going to hell. <laughs> you have a touch of the devil <laughs> yeah, in you. Yeah, right. You got touch of the yeah. devil in you. And there's his picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a pedophile. He does, doesn't he? He really does. Maybe that's why he was a Catholic priest. Maybe not that we're, I'm just not saying. That we're advocating. But yes, yeah, so get us your stories for Wombat of the Week because yes, folks, this is the kind of stuff that is submitted that we find. And it, it's it's just like what amazes me is I don't think there will ever be an end. I'd like I'd like to say that I would like there to be an end of wombats in the news. I don't think there ever will be. No, there won't. There will always everybody be. Everybody does stupid things at stupid times. Yeah. Yeah. So if yep. you if you have a news story with a news link Ooh. of stupid people doing stupid things in the news, send it if to us. If you can find someone you know doing stupid stuff at stupid times, let us know. This isn't a reality show. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know if I want to go there. No, if no, we a, don't want to go there, people. If, if, if it makes it into the news and you have a link, different, the game on. Right. Game on, but I don't want to be, get engaged in like Mario Povich stuff. <laughs> you know? Right. Oh, that would be too funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to become like Mari or, or Ricky or whoever else is out there, you know. Uh, Jerry That's, Springer. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's our Wombat of the Week. That's also the time of the show where we say goodbye to the lovely Sharon. So say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. And uh, so you know, I'll be back right after this to finish up the last round of the show. And we have one last thing coming up. And we're going to honor a fascinating young man in Honor Thy Hero segment. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back after... Got to put my finger on the button. This. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the show, folks. It's the Joel Mahala Show featuring the lovely Shine. Uh, this is uh, part three, as we like to call it. We have a lot of different names for this, but it typically doesn't include the lovely Shine because she has other things to do and she exits after part two. And we all know how that works. One of these days, we'll convince her to stay for part three. Final stretch. Here it is, you and me, and I'm glad that you're here. First thing I want to talk about today is, uh, and <laughs> I have such a mess in front of me because we're we're doing a lot of shifting and moving things around, and and uh, hopefully sometime very soon, you the listeners will know why we're going through all of this stuff, and maybe you can draw conclusions. The place is a mess. We're shifting around the house. Uh, she's got me painting for some odd reason. I don't know. Uh, why I have to be the painter, but we've already discussed that. We've been through that. I will leave that one alone, but you can maybe draw your own conclusions. Otherwise, we will hopefully someday in the very soon near future be able to tell you what's going on. But anyway, I wanted to start out today uh, by uh, talking about... Uh, I didn't start out today. I want to start the third segment. We're not starting out today. We've already done today. Uh, let me start this segment by talking about uh, browsers and... Um, this could be one last thing, and if it is, it's in the wrong place, am I right? <laughs> but it may not be one last thing. But anyway, I ran into a, a really weird issue over the last couple months, and to tell it to you fairly briefly, I was having trouble with my laptop, which is a it's a very well-built laptop. It's a gaming laptop, because I, I do some occasional gaming, and uh, it also, uh, because it's built uh, so, so well, and, you know, is so fast and has the technological tools to be a better than a normal system. It's my go-to system for working with my clients, doing stuff around a house that I need the computer for, this and that. So it stopped functioning out of the blue. I can't like I can't even tie this to a Windows update. And sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can go, oh, geez, a Windows update did it. And I still may be able to. The, the jury is still out on what happened. But I could... I could get any of my internet services, so I could log into other computers, but anything involving a browser didn't work. And I, I'll tell you, with my busy schedule, I toyed around with this thing for weeks when I had time here and time there, trying to figure it out. Every, I covered every troubleshooting that you could think of. And nothing was happening. Now, this is a Wi-Fi. So I reloaded the wireless drivers, everything. The one thing I didn't try because it was inconvenient at the time was to hook it into the router with a wire, with an Ethernet cable. It was just inconvenient at the time because of how in disarray we are to get in here, find a spot on the desk to put it, and get a wire from the router. To, I mean, you know, I know this sounds very simple. But I didn't have the opportunity. And so, again, so it sat more weeks. And now I had to shift things to the desktop computer, which is also a gaming computer. But I never worked with it. 
as far as work and clients. And now I was like, I needed to do everything. So now it's doing everything. But then I plugged in the wire, the Ethernet wire, and it's working. Uh, so definitely something with the wireless card in it. And still potentially something to do with a Windows update in reaction. Having a reaction with that particular piece of hardware. Not sure yet, but, but let me tell you. That's why the desk is in such disarray. Because of everything going on, and I have a drink over here, and God has helped me. If I spill this drink on the key, my gaming keyboard, I'm going to knock myself silly. But anyway, why do I want to talk about browsers? So I went through all this mayhem, and one of the things when I had to switch to the desktop computer and start using that to work with clients and stuff, everything I needed, you know, my the the paperwork, uh, the 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 data sheets that I keep on my uh, on my clients, so I know what their networks contain. Addresses, passwords, you know, uh, remote access, all that information on those browsers, on secure cloud on those browsers. Um, emails, all on those browsers. My passwords, because now I have to pay the bills. I have to do everything that I didn't do before with this laptop. And the one thing you would think it's simple, and this is probably where, probably where Sharon always says, she always says I'm the smartest person she's ever met, but I have no common sense at all. I never truly gave any time to uh, browser syncing. Never. I didn't believe in it. I thought it was just another. I felt like I try to be more conservative with what kind of information I'm putting out there and what I'm doing. And the thought of having being able to just go to any computer and sign into my browser... And have items that, you know, I, I never crossed my mind how useful it could be until this happened. And so at the time before I decided to do the Ethernet thing, I had to... Um, Sorry, I couldn't quite hear you. Oh could my. You what you said? Siri's trying to get involved here. I didn't ask Siri anything. So um, I had to put this in safe mode. And I only got a window of a couple minutes. I used Firefox pretty exclusively and so i had to get on firefox while i had a minor a very small window of opportunity and quick set up a firefox account with a very strong password because if you know me my passwords are all way too long i would give you a stroke if you knew if you knew how long some of my passwords were so i took that opportunity and i made a firefox account on the laptop successfully after two attempts because i you know it, you had to go fast you only have so much time before the card decides to not browse anymore right and then i was able to go over to the desktop log into the firefox with that account and boom i had all my shortcuts i had all my stuff that's out on the cloud i had all my passwords which were a couple of hundred all my websites and passwords and favorites and everything and so what i'm just trying to say is that i found the value of doing browser syncing and i would not previously have suggested that but now i do suggest that but of course with the uh, addition of strongly suggesting an extremely uh, impossible password that only you should know right like that's common sense they say you should have a very secure password information that only you would know and that's true and i would make it triple triple tough if you were securing a browser to be able to sync with that. And then if you do sync it to a computer that you don't typically use, I would 
make sure you sign out and clear the cash so there's no chance that a regular normal person who's not a hacker can can find a way to access that login and gain data that you store in your browser we all store favorites we all store passwords right and so I found out that by syncing my browsers, by making an account just for the purpose of syncing, I now have the same information. And if I add a shortcut or a password on this computer through Firefox, it's immediately available on the on the laptop and vice versa. So this is sort of like a personal story of what happened to me, uh, slash a little IT advice, slash maybe you knew it and I didn't, so maybe I'm the fool to some of you and that's fine. Uh, there are a lot of cases where I just rather uh, be a little more old-fashioned. This this just happens to be one of them. It's just the way I am in a lot of cases. Um, it, it's it's tough for me to change. I can't change, so we'll leave it at that. So, but anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to take a drink. The drink I previously said I'm hoping I don't spill. Uh, I can hear my producer, Mr. Tony Richards, saying right now, radio silence is a killer. And it is. And I'm sorry, but I have to drink, right? I'm not a ventriloquist. Although I tried to be when I was a wee lad. I did try that. Um, okay. We want to talk about uh, our Honor Thy Heroes segment. Now, you can get involved in this just like you can get involved with sending us a wombat for wombat of the week. You can send us your heroes. Everyday people doing extraordinary things for their fellow man or woman, fellow human being. Humans connecting and doing human things. We define them as heroes, everyday heroes. And we want to honor these everyday heroes. So it's easy for us. It it makes it easier for us because it's like I should be a dentist, right? And And trying to pull teeth, trying to find the media coverage of everyday heroes. So, Nation... You're out there, you have small town newspapers, they love writing about great people. So send me those stories. Now today's hero, and I love this because this we've had several young heroes, and this is another young hero, but I had to read this story twice, because the second time I read the story is when I found a very personal connection to the lovely Sharon and myself. And I'll explain why after we talk about the story. So let's uh, so get those stories to us. I'm sorry, I was in the middle of telling you how. Send me your stories. Send it through email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Send it through the Facebook at JM Talk. Because we, we, we thrive on those stories. And we're asking you to help us make it easier for us to honor heroes. And again, it's because of the lack of media coverage. Let's just be factual about it. So we want to talk about a Maryland 7-year-old who was bullied... And his response to being bullied was by opening a food pantry. Okay. So we want to talk about our hero. You know, the way these stories print. Oh, that's right. I'm half blind, so I have to. (laughs) I have to um, print them with different fonts. Okay. So we want to take a look at. Where is this kid's first name at? I mean. Uh, this is something didn't go right with my printout, folks. Uh, I this is um okay. 
This is actually 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 very crazy. I have his last name. I'm not just going to say his last name. That's that's crazy. I have his mother's name here. <laughs> oh my! This little boy. I'm going to end up calling him Mr. Kavanaugh, which I don't want to do. I want his whole. This is crazy. That this story does not have his first name. How do you do that? Uh, okay, well, uh, and it's terrible. It's even worse that I don't have it, but this story does not have this gentleman's first name. Seven-year-old Mr. Kavanaugh, I guess we're calling him Mr. Kavanaugh, cause, and, and I don't remember. I, I read the story like a week ago, so I, it will definitely be mentioned properly in the posting on Facebook. But let me tell you about this seven-year-old Mr. Kavanaugh who started a GoFundMe page because he said, after I was bullied and I felt darkness inside of me, I knew I did not want other kids to feel the same way. So he, I asked my mom if she could help me spread love and positivity, and the more I gave back to my community, the more I wanted to keep doing it. So he starts this, he starts a food pantry in his community, and then it took off from there. And where it took off was, um, if we start with... Um, beginning of the, of the pandemic that we're in that we're in the midst of right now the coronavirus pandemic back in march um he lives with his mother his aunt and his cousins and he was focused on helping the local community in his suburb of gaithersburg maryland creating care packages with toiletries and groceries for elderly people using his own savings from birthday and christmas money i have to go back in the falls we might have talked about him before and, and the story just expanded from there which is great like this is sounding really familiar um so Eventually, being fueled by donations, they opened up a food pantry in a nearby warehouse um, that a logistics company in the area offered to let them use. So then he got uh, some news media. Uh, he got praise from people in higher places. And then he was featured on YouTube. And so with the success of the pantry, and he's in second grade, he decides over the summer to extend the reach beyond Gaithersburg. And he shifted his efforts to the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. So let me tell you about the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. Uh, the lovely Sharon and I served on an organization called Hearts of the Sacred Spirit. Uh, we served on the board uh, for a number of years, and this organization uh, strives to collect donations of food, clothing, money, and 100% of the proceeds goes directly to the Pine Ridge Reservation. There's no, you know, the administrative costs are paid for by uh, separate donations or monies by the by the the board, and in fact, there's next to no uh, monies spent on administration administrative costs. This isn't an organization that goes, well, you know, only thirty cents of each dollar because we have administration costs. It's not like that, and so that's where this story really kind of pulled up in front of us. So what he did was, so he he decides that he's going to do this because Pine Ridge is home to some of the poorest communities in the country. So they filled, with their donations, they filled two semis. That's tractor trailers to you and me. Two semis. They filled two semis of food to go to Pine Ridge. That is amazing. Um, so... And donations flooded in, 
And he and his mother managed to fill uh, the first entire semi with canned and non-perishable foods, oh, plus hygiene products, cleaning supplies, and other critical values, worth about $20,000 in total. Okay? And using donations from the GoFundMe, it was arranged for a driver to transport the goods, which cost $3,500. So, again, you know, okay, that's an administrative cost, but... Um, it's not hidden as an administrative cost. It's right out there. It does cost money to transport that. It's going from Maryland to South Dakota. You know, we've, our organization, Hearts of the Sacred Spirit, personally drove supplies out there. We shipped, we drove. It's an amazing thing they're doing. And it's an amazing thing he's doing. So they loaded up a second semi on this past September 22nd, packing it with $25,000 worth of items. Okay, so according to a spokesperson for the reservation, thanks to Kavanaugh's efforts, quote, our families are going to be okay for a little while. Um, the representative said that she, she said that the reservation has declared a state of emergency based on a rising number of suicide attempts. From January to August, there were about 168 suicide attempts and five completions. It's very depressing. It is. That's always been an issue on that reservation. So here's a young man who is in second grade. Second grade, folks. And look what he's done in second grade. And I've said this before, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when we did a, a, a young Honor Thy Hero. What are we doing? You're sitting in your chair complaining about politics. What have you done for someone else? And I'm asking myself the same thing. I mean, I, I hold doors for people. I greet people all the time. I want people to feel good. So if, if, I, if I can do that. But what have we done compared to this seven-year-old boy? It's amazing. It's amazing. And he, little Mr. Kavanaugh, seven years old, second grade, is our Honor Thy Heroes recipient on the behind, I was going to say, oh my God, I was going to say on the behind the mic show, on the Joe Mahalik show, featuring the lovely Sharon. And we thank him for what he's doing. And the lovely Sharon and I especially thank him twice for what he's doing for our brothers and sisters at Pine Ridge. So with that, it does bring the show to a closing halt, which means the browser story earlier was your one last thing. It was just parked in the wrong place. I want to thank everybody. On behalf of myself and the lovely Sharon for listening to the program, remember to find us on the web at www.jmtalk.net. And uh, let's see if I remember how to do this because we took last week off. Uh, we are on social media at uh, TikTok and Facebook, JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter, JM Talk Radio. So remember, subscribe to the program, folks. We're on every single place you can listen to a podcast. And if we're not, tell us we're not and we'll be there. Make sure you subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on the program. Be good to one another. Do something for somebody else. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>